0: Episode number twenty four Professional Sports Betting. Welcome to In It to Win It. This is Stevie B. Dan G. Dan G in the house how are you sir i'm pretty good i'm back in the big house how are you <laughs> back in the good old uh, us of a yeah, yeah all backs and waxed right on. <laughs> they let me back in yeah yeah Does it feel good to be back you got excavators in your backyard yet uh i know yeah. you had uh, steve tepper over there yeah steve's already been over here to my house twice <laughs> how's uh, how's it looking what's the uh, what's the first step here are you leveling stuff out or what you yeah know?
1: yeah we got some uh yeah just had to cut down some fence so i could stick a big giant i don't know nine foot track system excavating thingamajigger in there <laughs> i don't know i just said yes i'll, I'll cut it right. so you can get it in
0: <laughs>
1: moving around some dirt <laughs>
0: Uh, good deal well yeah, this week we uh, we have an extra special guest i've uh, yeah. actually wanted to have him on for for years since the old show and uh, it's uh, my brother chris barton and it's about uh, sports betting uh, so uh, he's become i remember he started betting sports when when we we're much younger and I kind of went down the poker route and he went down the uh, sports betting one and i've since switched to uh, stocks and other things and yeah, and he's stuck with sports, so it uh, um, it uh, I think it was, a, it was a pretty good interview. He, um, uh, I think we laid the groundwork for the beginning stuff, and then we kind of got into some like what he does to really make money at this, which is not yeah, he's like a professional, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he, he's very analytical, too. I mean, you should see, we didn't talk about it, but he's got these spreadsheets on Excel that kind of do a lot of the algorithm and math for him and stuff, and he's. He's even translated that into like calculating his monthly net worth he's got spreadsheets for that as well that look just like his <laughs> i'm old school I, I write it all down in pencil and go as yeah. i you know he tried to hook me up with the spreadsheet one and i'm just a little more old school i like to write it down yeah. uh but uh but yeah he's very analytical like that and, yeah uh, very good at what he does yeah no no that's
1: cool yeah he's uh he's definitely in that
0: yeah yeah Oh, I, uh, I looked up uh, where our listeners are, are from. You know, most of our listeners are, uh, are in the United States, but uh, there's a few countries on the list that kind of surprised me. Oh, well, let's hear it because okay. I don't even know, Steve. All right. Okay. So number one, uh, or I should say number one is the USA. Number yeah. two. So uh, second after the USA is England. Oh, okay. And then uh, your old uh, stomping grounds, Australia. Oh, my, my old hood. Your old hood, yes. <laughs> This oh, one shoot. kind of surprised me. Number four was France. Oh. Well, I duh. didn't know we had uh, fans in France. but well, Of uh, course we do. Yes. <laughs> <So> why <laughs> wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah, that's just weird. <laughs> if we wouldn't. <laughs> and then uh, number five is New Zealand. Oh, okay. All right. good, nothing like a good Kiwi. I yep. get it. Shout yeah. out to the Kiwis. Yeah. Uh, number six, I don't think anyone would guess. And even looking at it, I'm still uh, India. India. We have, oh, uh, we okay. Have a big, uh, following in India, which is okay, cool. all right. No Bangladesh, uh, huh? Uh, <laughs> no, there was a few in Bangladesh, but far more in far more India. in India. Okay, yeah. all right. That, and then that. seven and eight uh, was uh, Germany and Sweden. Oh, Sweden—that's a surprise. Yeah, we're officially international. <laughs> well, I
1: just—I <laughs> feel different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's 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 hopefully they understand the humor
0: <laughs> yeah i <hope> so <laughs> all right
1: because i only talk one other language
0: <laughs> uh, oh i uh i went into uh, uh lowe's uh, oh, uh the other day blows blows yes yes <laughs> well, yeah so
1: we just explain because not everybody knows since all this international uh you know people listen to the show so lowe's is like your. Would you like construction goods, home goods, like hardware? Piping, uh, hardware, yeah, two by
0: fours, water heaters, tools, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. A contractor, like a con- someone who builds homes, would go there. You know. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. Anytime you ask someone for help, uh, nobody knows what the hell they're talking about. That kind of. Thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. You yeah. walk in the store, you're like, "Hey, I need this piece," and they just look at you like a deer in the headlights. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They pretend to mount something
0: into their earpiece and then they just walk away.
1: Yes, so, and then yeah. you walk. Yeah, well, you spend more time looking for your product than than you do getting your product and going. Yeah, to, yeah it's like it takes you four times the amount of time to actually find your product <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i can't tell you how many times or how long i've spent just looking for it. and then if you have to walk because the these stores are huge by the way so walking from one end to the, if you're in lumber and you got to go to garden like you're trekking.
0: i that, i literally uh went uh, there again today for a different uh, reason and i realized i parked on the right wrong side of the store so oh I walked yeah out I of the store that drove my truck down to the other end which is what <laughs> i needed that, and, and then it, went in and got my garden
1: equipment case in point you have perfect to know perfect. your local blows excuse me yes, lows yes, yes um, because do. if you don't have really an idea i mean you just might need to go to the bathroom and you could yeah. just be on the wrong side and you're like i gotta go back and you're like i yeah, don't know yeah. you got it long... you got a a quarter mile trek yeah forward. it's a there's like a long distance and sometimes you'll I've done this before, like you go down an aisle and all of a sudden they close one off because they're like restocking some items and you got to go like all the way around. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And the the aisles are holes in
0: the aisles to see if you can crawl through like a a squirrel. Yeah. Yeah. I get to the other side. Or I've
1: had instances where there's been items and there's no more on the bottom shelves, but then the top shelf. Oh, it's on the pallet and you got to get the guy with the uh, forklift. Yeah, but in order to do that, they got to close off the whole lane. So they put the chain up on the aisle and it's like, we can do this in about 20 to 30 minutes. And it's like a whole, you, you got to go any-
0: anywhere, do you?
1: <laughs> yeah, you don't have to go anywhere. I've had this happen to me quite a few times and I'm like, OK, you're going to get somebody to help me. This is great. Well, you know, I could just climb up there myself. Oh, no, no, that's no, that's no. a liability. Like, no, you can't do that, sir we got to get the guy with the forklift and one eye, <laughs>
0: you know? <laughs> so he's, Pirate patch on the eye.
1: Yeah. Like a little bird <laughs> on his shoulder, you know, <laughs> limping down the other aisle. <laughs> <Arr>. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I just need that one little box. Yeah. I can get it.
2: <laughs> this has <laughs>
1: happened to me on many occasions. And I'm like, you know what? There's been times where I'm like, I just don't have time. I, I'll just deal with this later, you know. Yeah, um yeah. but yeah, so then they come and it's it's like a whole it's like a, it's like an event, you know. Yeah,
0: it's a, it's a production.
1: Yeah, That's so it. I've learned that I just if, if I see that, I don't ask anybody. I just look around, side to side, and I just Spider-Man on that up.
0: You just you just take it in your own hands.
1: Yeah, as long as yeah. it's not like a water heater.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing on a jungle gym.
1: Yeah, I just climb up, grab my product and just hopefully nobody sees me because they'll, yeah. they'll like say something to me I know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they
0: will scream that uh, the, that the virus is up there. Yeah, know, I know. Get have his vaccine card get him <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I went in there and I was I was standing in line and this uh, this guy in front of me had a bunch of uh, uh, copper uh, pipe. You know, and mm. I, I've been watching the futures market lately. You know, with the uh, sugar and coffee and and uh, copper, mm. uh, ironically, okay. yeah, and, uh, lumber and all that. And uh, I tapped the uh, the the pipe with my fingernail. You know, so wait, he, as it was in the guy's hand? No, no, no. It was on his cart. He's got a bunch of copper pipe that he must be redoing his house or something. Oh, and okay. So I kind of tapped it, you know, to kind of get his attention because he had his back to me, and he yeah. turned around. Uh-huh. And I said, uh, How's the uh, cost of uh, copper lately? And he looks me dead in the eye and he pulls down his mask and he goes, It's fucking expensive. <laughs> <laughs> verbatim. <laughs> verbatim. Yes, verbatim. Verbatim. You can quote me on that.
1: <laughs> He's like, Do you want to buy it for me?
0: <laughs> I was like, I, I, like, commodities.
1: <laughs> I like commodities. Wow. <laughs> That's that was uh... interesting. Yeah, well, that's a good indication of uh, where that's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ground level. Yeah. <laughs> well, they usually yeah. keep the copper low. By the way, they don't usually have that up too high. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, how was uh, Steve? How was uh, do you were were you out the other night, or was this? I went last down night? to
0: a uh, Angels baseball game.
1: Oh the angels
0: yes yes good old angels yeah. haven't been down there in uh probably two years since before that, that's uh, COVID. just
1: just i feel like we have to explain stuff now because you know an angel right so if there's somebody in sweden they're like yo what's an angel <laughs> yeah. It's a baseball, team. baseball I mean, team. I mean my grandmother what? No. Uh, yeah, it's a baseball team. Yeah, for American baseball. It's a game, right? Yeah, that's it, what it is.
0: Uh, we went uh, down there or I went down there and yeah. uh I looked up beforehand when I was getting the tickets and it uh-huh. threw up a uh, a warning like make sure you're uh, vaccinated. So I went on the Angels uh, website looked it up and they said, you know, make sure that you're hundred percent vaccinated and you'll have to have your uh, card. So you need both doses. And I was like, wow, okay, well, I got it through work like a year ago because, yeah. you know, they basically, uh, you know, they lied yeah. to us and said that, that if you get the vaccine, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. That lasted like four days. Anyhow, <laughs> not that I'm bitter about that. Okay. Not that I'm bitter about that. But uh, <laughs> and they didn't give you your boosters either. Steve. No, yeah. no. And so I, uh, I was like, okay, so I make sure I bring my card, make sure my buddy that I'm going with also has his uh, Did you check card each name. other's cards? Yeah, yeah. We tripped a triple check there, you know. Okay. Passed it to the person to the right yeah. to check. It's our like way. it's like
1: uh, you know, going on a road trip and forgetting your driver's license or something, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, all right, yeah.
0: So we go down to Angel that. Stadium, they scan our tickets, yeah. uh, no one's wearing a mask, and we just walk in. <laughs> That's some real enforcement on that <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> so i got to thinking about they must be legally required to post that but there's just no enforcement so from an owner's perspective that uh maybe it's just going to take time to uh, uh get the word out that yeah we have to say this on our website but we're really not going to handcuff adhere
1: ourselves. to this yeah to yeah. the so-called so, law yeah was a lot good. of that going around
0: that was good to see good to yeah. see. wow but, anyhow uh well should we bring on uh uh the uh, sports better yeah sports better chris yeah awesome all right okay we'll take a quick break and chris barton chris thank you for coming on the show yeah no problem thanks for having me on guys yes yes um yeah, so uh, maybe if you could just kind of uh, uh, tell everyone how, um, you know, uh, you got started in uh, in betting, you know, uh, I know you used to play cards when uh, uh, when you were going through school, and then that kind of graduated to uh, sports betting and other avenues, you know, if you could just kind of tell that story in a couple minutes.
3: Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, growing up, we uh, we played cards and just different games and Uh, You know, it always ended up betting on stuff, whether it be for money or for whatever. We would just uh, bet on stuff growing up. So I initially started playing cards kind of seriously when I was going to school um, out in California. I uh, moved away and and went to uh, trade school. So I started playing poker to help, uh, you know, get an income. And uh, well, I, I had a job, but I wasn't making much money, and I really enjoyed playing poker, so that that, that helped out with uh, income and whatnot. And then after school, moved out to Las Vegas, and um, started playing poker pretty aggressively. I would pay between thirty and forty hours a week.
1: Oh yeah, and, wow. And
3: um, yeah, I well, my <laughs> my goal was to uh, to do that for a living. Wow.
1: Um, you're eventually. honing your, you honing your skills. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> so, uh, so I was doing that. It was uh, about 2006. Uh, I bought a house in well, a town home in Las Vegas, which was uh, pretty much the exact wrong time to buy a property in the wrong place <laughs> to
1: buy a property. <laughs> it's like, right, it right when everything crashed. It's perfect, yeah. right? Because right, yeah, yeah, right everybody else dying, was right doing right it. That's what everybody
0: else was doing. I did the same thing. I bought one about six months at a worse time than you did. So six months afterwards, and then you know, two months after that, it took a Because you were jealous. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> so the in combination of buying a house, I wasn't making much money at all at the uh at my job. Um, I was a mechanic. We were working on cars, fixing cars, and um Uh, So it just happened. I I had a mortgage payment. Now I went from renting a room to having a mortgage payment. Uh, I was still playing cards uh, and I just went through a month that was just a losing set. Like I couldn't, I couldn't win. Like I I could not win and it was a full month and I pretty much went through, you know, I didn't have a lot of money, but I pretty much went through my, my poker fund during that Mm -hmm. month. And um, it just kind of wiped me out. Yeah. And at that point, I kind of lost my quote unquote bankroll. And it was like, all right, I can't, I got a mortgage payment now. I can't really do this that much.
1: Literally, uh, you would be betting the house. Yeah,
3: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so um, so it kind of switched away from that. I, I slowly, you know, kind of weaned off of it and and only played. You know a couple times a month instead of five days a week or whatever um so that kind of you know went away the poker uh and i kind of leaned into sport i've always been a sports sports fan uh so i kind of you know started hanging around with with people that they were super into sports also and um they bet sports. They, they, I grew, I was hanging out with people that grew up in Vegas or had been in Vegas a long time. And were you still uh, in Vegas,
1: uh, Chris, were you
3: still in Vegas?
2: At this time? Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so I started getting into sports betting and it just started with, you know, just a fan, um, just betting on teams, whichever one I liked better. And then as that progressed and as i saw like oh you got to actually like know what you're doing and it's not just like it's
1: not emotional
3: exactly it's not like oh i like college football so i can win you know i like those I, colors
0: those are great colors <laughs> purple beats green green beats yeah. blue yep. <laughs> <They're> better cheerleaders <laughs>
3: So I, once I realized like, oh, you, there's, a, there's something to this and it's not necessarily n- knowing the most about sports. It's, it's more a, like you got to know how, how it works on the other end. Like it's a, it's a whole, like knowing sports is, is a good thing. That's how you know, people get into it or they enjoy sports. But you got to kind of understand like how, how it actually works and once you kind of do that, then it then it kind of completely changes a little bit your outlook on it. The and, mechanics. Um, yeah. It, exactly. So I started doing that. Started um, really paying attention. Kind of diving into it. Started keeping track of everything. Started started trying to win. Yeah. And um, and that just it, like I I have kind of a personality that once I get locked in on something, I kind of just go with it. And it's not um, I don't go like halfway like I kind of go
1: all in we call that um, OCD so, we have it y- yeah yeah we, we, we have it on this side of the table as well sir <laughs> you're not alone
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> anymore so I um so yeah that was it so I probably started betting on sports um I moved out to Vegas in 05 I played poker for a little while. I probably started betting on sports in maybe like seven or eight, 2007, 2008. And then, um, and a year or two after that, I started taking it seriously. And then now I I do it, um, now I've kind of gone the other way of, I don't really do any of it for um, necessarily pleasure, or I don't have to have action on a game to watch it.
0: Really? um okay it,
3: it, oh 100 percent yeah I like if I have action on something that I don't that I know is not a positive EV bet I do, I don't like it like I don't um yeah it, it doesn't do anything for me to have action on the game that I'm watching it's uh I'd much rather just place a positive EV bet and you could just tell me the answer no, I don't I'm to watch it or, Chris,
1: I'm sorry when you say like you're just talking a complete betting neophyte so um, oh sorry yeah 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 i'm like i'm like in the back of the bus i'm looking the i'm licking the you know the window right now so um, he's about to get a sticker on his helmet yeah i'm right gonna now, get Chris. a sticker on my helmet yeah. <laughs> you're gonna give it to me
0: <laughs> <laughs> no when
1: you say action and these are for like this is like you know neophyte 101 like what are we talking here you 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 have like personal you like personally you involved he,
0: he, he bets on a game he has action yeah, yeah action just means bet that's yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah just a
3: bet on a game.
0: Okay. It's some right. action. It's <laughs> some action on it. Okay.
1: All right. We're <laughs> not just just making sure about. we weren't
0: talking about chicks or anything, you know? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what would, um, maybe we can just go over some general vocabulary terms. Uh, you know, if we can get, just kind of hit um, over, under, spread, and uh, money line, uh, kind of in that order. What, what does the, what is the over, under bet?
3: Uh, over under is, um, the amount of points scored in a game and, uh, you could either bet the sports books will put out a line, you know, they'll say 46 points in a football game and you could either bet over 46. So the combined total of both teams scores at the end of the game is going to be over 46 or it's going to be under 46.
0: Mm. Okay. And And then correct,
3: um, like, yeah, the, the over, under, but if like, as far as the lingo, um, you want to say total. So like, if you're like the, the jargon or the, the lingo, you can always tell someone who's who's not really into sports betting is they say (laughs) the over under. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so if, you, if you're if you're talking to anybody you would want to say i bet the total or under the total over the total over the total, over okay. the total yeah. under the total
0: or okay. under the total pro tip pro uh, tip yeah just yes. you know
3: so you can always you can always tell somebody who who bets more frequently they call it a total
0: okay um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: we move that guy didn't say total he's a loser
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh now describe um, uh, describe the spread. What is the spread? So when we see Green Bay minus three and a half versus uh, uh, Chicago Bears plus three and a half, what does that mean?
3: So Green Bay, in that instance, whoever the minus is going to be favored by that many points.
0: They're the better team. Because
3: they're the better team, exactly. Mm. So it's a way that the sports books kind of make it so that you can. Uh, bet on either team and it's kind of even, you know? So Green Bay in that instance is a better team because they're favored by three and a half points. Now, of course, they can't win a game by three and a half points because there's no half points. So they would have to win a game by four points or more for you to win your bet. And on the opposite side, Chicago, in that instance, is a a worse team. So they get the plus three points. Um, So they can actually, Lose the game by up to three points or win the game outright, and you still win your bet. Yeah. But if Chicago loses by more than three and a half, which would be four or more points, uh, then you lose your bet. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's that's kind of okay. what that's spread the
0: spread. Is. That's what that's how the Patriots can play. Um, I'm trying to think of the worst team, but the, the Jets or something like Jacksonville or Jacksonville. Jets or something, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the, the spread will be minus 10 and plus 10, whatever the end total is. You add or subtract whatever side you bet to that team, and if they're winning or losing, then you uh win or lose your bet, correct? Exactly, okay. And if it lands on let's say you bet 10 points and the final score is 20 to 10 and uh you know you got it to where the the score for you would be 2020 then that's a push right and you just get you get your money everything back yeah you just get a refund they just give you your money back okay okay and then how about the money line so that's basically betting um who's going to win the game so if we take the previous example with the 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 patriots and the and uh, the jaguars and the Patriots are a 10 point favorite. So you see that they're minus 10. You can also bet the money line, which is who's gonna win the game. Well, Vegas knows that everyone would just bet the Patriots if uh, uh, if it uh, uh, was even. So what they have to do is they have to say things like, well, you have to put down 20, uh, $200 to win 100 if you wanna bet on the Patriots and you have to put down $100 to win 200 if you want to win, uh, bet that the, uh, the Jaguars are going to win. Is that, is that accurate?
3: Uh, that's accurate, but the numbers would be more around like you have to bet five or 600 to win a hundred and oh, wow. um, for the Patriots. If, it, if it was
0: minus 10, you're saying.
3: Mm. Yeah, exactly. And what that money line is, is you're 100% right. It's just, who's going to win the game mm. and um, how will they get, that number is based off of the likelihood of a game landing. So we could say the minus 10 for an example. Mm-hmm. The game landing on a point differential of 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. They just all those numbers, the odds of the game landing on the numbers one through 10. Mm-hmm they convert that into a dollar amount and they'll charge you the amount that that converts to. I'm not sure okay. if that was clear or not. That might not have been very clear.
0: Okay. Well, you said you use a, uh, a spread to money line converter, which apparently you can just get off of Google.
3: Yeah, exa- that's the best way to do it. Honestly, okay. it's just, um, yeah, go to Google. It's spread to money line converter. Um, Type in minus 10 uh, and it'll spit out like the, the, if the casino was not, or the sports book was not charging you any, anything to make the bet. It'll, it'll spit out what the the actual odds are for a minus 10 favorite to win the game outright. And it'll be Mm. like, you know, 85% 85% of the time they're gonna win the game outright. So that 85% converts to them charging you five hundred and sixty dollars to win a hundred. Okay. Does that make okay. sense?
0: Yeah, and then you look at the casino and see what offers what odds they're offering, and if it's better than five hundred and sixty, then that would lean towards a better bet. Exactly. If it was yeah. it, instead of being minus five sixty, if it was minus uh 450 then that would be amazing right
3: yeah that would be yeah that would be out of control and these numbers are are not accurate for number 10 so like minus 5 say i don't know what minus 10 is but it's around there it's probably around 600 or so but it, these numbers may not be
0: accurate anybody that's okay you're not typing this way. in right now and saying that you're just kind of going off of yeah. I'm just, yeah. Okay. yeah i'm just throwing out a number <laughs> well, he doesn't like have like a much mortgage much in calculator amount. in front of him yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you um so having the over under, the spread, the money line, are there instances where you make bets uh like that or are those few and far between?
3: Um like in the NFL, um those are going to be the majority of bets that that uh, you know, the general public is going to place. It's going to be the spread. Uh, is going to be number one, probably total second, and then money line probably third. Um, but generally, you're not you're not going to find too much value in those type of bets, okay. um, just simply because everybody else is making them. So basically, mm-hmm. let me. Uh, I think it might be easier to to kind of explain just how it works as far as making a line. Okay. Yeah. And um, so what'll happen is. For the the NFL, let's just use the NFL as an Mm. example, because I think most people probably bet on that, is um, so at the beginning of the week, before a line is created, before there is a line, there's, you know, across the world, there's I don't know how many different sports books, but the sports books that actually make the lines in mm-hmm. each different sport is is very few. So um, let's just say, yeah, let's just say that there's, you know, 80 sports books throughout the world, right? Okay. Well, for the NFL, there may only be like three to five that actually make their
0: own lines. And then they copy those.
3: Yeah, very early on in the betting period, a sports book, one of the smart sports books, and these mm-hmm. three to five sports books have the best NFL guys working for them. So, and mm-hmm. there may be a few guys, there may be a team, it may be, you know, a, a group of guys that are doing it, and they all kind of put their heads together and they create a number. So they'll say, you know, the Packers minus three and a half. Mm-hmm. Well, what they'll do is they'll release that number so people can bet on it, but they'll put a limit on the amount of money you can bet on the game so they'll say you can here's the number but you can only bet 500 bucks and what they'll do based off of that early action because this is released early on way before anybody in the general public is is trying to make a sports bet this is released while the current games are going on or something or shortly after so yeah, yeah it'll be released at it's just after the Sunday night game finishes. They'll okay. release the lines for the next next week. So anybody who's who's betting at that point in time is a pretty intelligent person. Pretty much, they know what they're doing.
0: Like yeah, they're, they're a pro.
3: If you're betting a week before, if you're tying up a bunch of money the week before, it's it's because you know what you're doing. It's not the guy that just wants action on the game so he can watch it. It's somebody yeah. that's trying to make money at this. So they're generally smarter. So what the sports books will use is they will use the people placing bets to, uh, to straighten out the line. So like if they, they released it minus three and a half and all of a sudden they take, you know, a $500 bet, $500 bet, $500, you know, like three, four, five in a row from guys that they know that, that are good at this. Yeah they realize that three and a half isn't the right no, number. Right. Let's move it to four.
0: Oh wow and then oh. they
3: move it to four and it's like okay, everybody stopped betting. All right well four is probably about the right number then all the yeah. smart guys stop betting at four. <laughs> so like all right, let's leave it at four. And then when that happens after a certain period of time, then the other sports books throughout the world start, just copying that number, because the sports books that release the number have kind of figured it out. So now all the other sports books that don't want to take the bets from the really smart guys are just like, okay, thanks for figuring it out. I'll just use that. <laughs> so then they just grab that number.
1: Oh okay. wow! Oh, so this all happens like by, let's say Tuesday, or you know, like what's yeah the...
3: very early yeah, yeah. i mean by monday morning you're mm-hmm. um you have you you haven't you haven't had the opportunity to bet against that original number by by monday wow. morning so this all yeah. happens
1: lightning fast
3: oh it'll yeah it gets really i mean these the guys that are doing it to make serious money they're just sitting there hitting refresh on their <laughs> computer every sunday until the lines come out and they already know what lines they're looking for and they just start betting it'll i mean it goes boom 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 and then it's done you know like it it happens really quick interesting um yeah exactly so um so as far as uh, what i was getting at there is is the placing the money line bets and the total bets and the and the um spread bets and everything uh yeah i'll place those bets but it it you you only really place those at least from my position my point of view is you only really want to place those when when you know they're wrong or your opinion is they're wrong mm. and because that the the smart guys just you know corrected them for the sports books <laughs> yeah. and
1: doing their job
3: <laughs> exactly as they're going throughout the week more and more people are betting and the more people that bet, and the more people that input their opinion, the smarter the opinion is. Yeah. You know, like the wisdom of crowds. If you have a room full of two people, that's not as smart as a room full two thousand people. Mm. Um, just because there's more brains, you know. And and yeah. um, so betting a a total or um, you know spread or something like that in the NFL on Saturday or Sunday or something like that, the sports books are more than willing to take whatever you want to bet. Um, mm. And I generally don't, don't want to bet against the sports books when they're more than willing to take as much money as I want to bet. Mm. I kind of want to bet against them when they're either not paying attention or they, they're unsure when the limits are lower. Um, mm. it's <laughs> something like that.
1: Chris, do you have a certain day that you like, like, I mean, do you generally start, you know, gathering your, your intel or, in, you know, on a Wednesday, Thursday, or right before the game or.
3: Um, yeah. Generally kind of, I don't, honestly I don't do much betting as far as um, just, you know, picking one game here game uh, in the NFL before the game starts um before that the nfl yeah i'll do like in game um because you can bet in during while the game's going on Mm. uh you know like yeah every time they stop a play you're allowed to bet so um you could bet at the end of the halftime too so you could bet like the second half depending on how the first half went Um, but the I don't do much betting in the NFL. And the mm-hmm. reason is is because that's where the that's where they're the best. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the yeah. hardest to beat because everybody bets it, you know.
1: Masses. Yes. Uh, it's uh yeah it's like betting against the church i get it okay yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're betting against the central banks or something yeah 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 but, uh, yeah. yeah i okay, was so a little bank you know <laughs> if um okay so you generally speaking don't make those bets anymore those are probably a lot of mistakes that you made when you were starting out right
3: 100 yeah 100 okay. percent
0: so you're looking at uh, small markets uh, right now. I won't mention the one you're doing now because you said if four or five people do the same thing you're doing, it'll completely destroy it for you. So oh, you're, <laughs> you're, looking at, you're looking at very minute uh, markets that, uh, like you said, they don't have a million dollar limit or something on the bet because then that means they figured it out. Uh, they have smaller amounts, like maybe 500 or 1,000 or something that they're willing to take in bets as opposed to uh, bigger amounts because they're less sure of this, right? Like, are you looking at like synchronized swimming or, or like, what are you- Fencing? Are you, yeah, fencing maybe, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Cur- <laughs> curling, like what oh, cur- no, what, be... what do you find? How do you cricket, cricket anybody?
3: <laughs> that would be fantastic if you could bet on that stuff. Um, yeah, you're 100% right. And and the reason is, is so the NFL example, so it, the, the same process happens for every single sport. That's how, that's how lines are made. And it's generally, it's not the same, you know, some of the NFL sports books that, that make the numbers are not going to be the same ones that make the numbers for women's tennis or for, um, you know, MLS soccer or something like every sports book's going to be a little different depending on how smart the guys and how familiar the guys are at the sports books are, um, are with that sport, you know? So, so some, some guy at a sports book may know the MLS, major league soccer, uh, better than m- most people. And he can make good lines and you, you don't want to bet against him. Um, but. Uh, do you have generally, a no, do you have oh a no, ahead.
1: no, I'm sorry. Do you have like a no, no list? <laughs> like, like. Like MLS or, you know, just certain sports that are, you know, that, that, you know, that you know, that they're good and you don't want to bet against them, you know?
3: Uh, Yeah, pretty much the NFL. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just, yeah. Yeah. The, the yeah. Bigger the, yeah so uh, NFL, NBA. NBA um, too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That,
3: NBA. Yeah. I don't follow the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not really into it, but, um, and it's not, it's not that you can't make money betting the nfl but it it really the more and more that i do this and the more and more that i find like the little niche things uh the more i realize like all right it's really difficult to beat the nfl Mm -hmm. like you you have to find a mistake with the sports book um and generally stuff like that would happen um like during the in play if a uh guy gets injured. If, if you're just watching it and it, so the in play, this is kind of a a unique thing, uh, is, or interesting thing. So how the in play works is it's a, it's an algorithm. So it's just, now it's an algorithm with somebody overseeing it, uh, depending on the sport, um, and depending on the, the amount of employees that the sports book have. Um, so, the, the computer program, the algorithm or, or that's running the, the in-play betting is based off of history, like past history, based off of all the stats that are coming in. It, it, basically, it looks at all the stats of both teams, look at the score, looks at the time, and then compares that to history and sees what, what happened in history compared to what is actually going on right now. And, and it'll make a line based off of that. Mm, So if you can find a situation that is like an injury or like you're looking at this quarterback and he is not looking good, like he's just missing stuff or something, or if you paid attention in the news and, and like his, you know, something happened, like his wife's in the hospital or something like that. And he comes out and he's not looking good. Something along those lines is where you could kind of make a bet, um, But other than something like that, it's it's kind of rare that 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 they're wrong in a major sport like that. Mm. Okay. does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But something smaller like uh, WNBA, uh, they may not have 12 guys that are just like watching this like a hawk. There may be one guy flipping between eating burgers yeah
1: (laughs) exactly
3: that's exactly it WNBA is a perfect example yeah
0: you're not getting paid
3: as much (laughs) Yep, no that's it that's it 100% that guy actually you know the guy that does WNBA also does five other sports or whatever you know so he's he's getting pulled kind of thin so WNBA is a perfect example of something that that um you know someone more on the um professional type level or you know doing this for an income is a sport that they would focus on 100 okay. uh something like um i i got into during the pandemic i got into mls soccer and i was betting totals in mls soccer which mm-hmm. is a pretty small market yeah. um, and i did well at that it's something like that like it, exactly something along the lines of that um first period hockey bets. Mm-hmm. a lot of guys bet though because it's a, a unique situation yeah um
1: anything international just I, i have no idea but i'm just you know i don't know greco roman wrestling you know <laughs> you know is there like anything you know judo championships in japan i don't know sumo
3: <laughs> is there- yeah people <laughs> uh people bet japanese baseball okay um, Yeah. All this is, is definitely bettable, uh, not in Las Vegas. Uh Uh, Las Vegas doesn't really have, um, a, a big, generally in Las Vegas, you can only bet on the stuff that's popular in the U S
1: got it. Okay. So no sumo Uh, wrestling.
3: (laughs) Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Okay. Uh, but online, um, you know, especially if a sports book's based off, out of, uh, an area of the, the world that a certain sports popular, you know, like rugby, mm-hmm. um, mm. you know, it's soccer, soccer's huge. I mean, yeah. e- if you go on these online sports books and just look at the soccer section, it's, it's insane. I mean, you know, the different leagues in Chile, the different leagues in Australia or what, like it, you could, you can bet on, um, yeah, you can you can bet on on anything. any anything. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What do you like? I mean, besides, I mean, I'm just curious. I mean, I don't, I, from the time that you've spent, do you? I mean, WNBA, obviously, but um, but yeah, just little obscure things. I mean, MLS soccer, anything else that you've gotten into in the past?
3: Um, I used to. Well, of course, it, you know, it all started with um, uh, betting college, and then betting the NFL, and then I kind of learned like, oh, okay, there kind of needs to be um something else so like steve was saying i got something now that i that i bet oh no, right right uh, of course regularly but like he said like it's so it's such a good bet like i can't i and but the thing is is it's not a bet in a way that somebody that that doesn't know how to bet could just log in and be like oh that's a winner it's okay. it's basically <clears throat> basically what it is is it's um you're you're betting at one sports book to uh, for one outcome, for one guy to win. Mm-hmm. And then you're betting at another sports book for his opponent to win. But oh, wow. because the two sports books are not talking to each other,
1: yeah, <laughs>
3: <laughs> they give you odds so that you win no matter what happens.
0: Oh wow, okay. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's interesting. The that's algorithms fast. haven't connected yeah. yet. And as yeah. long as they don't, you've got a yeah. positive cash flow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: So yeah, and the sports books don't really talk. I mean, they'll look at each other's lines. But I mean, I mean, maybe if they are friends, they'll get on the phone or whatever. But yeah. something in a small market that has a limit of three to $500 a bet. Not happening. Yeah. They're not going to spend uh, too much time worrying about it because if the worst thing that happens is somebody puts in two limit bets they lost 600 bucks or whatever you know yeah
1: yeah it's yeah.
3: not worth their time to pull a guy off of the nba to to monitor this yeah. they just put the numbers in and they'll just they'll react whenever they get bets
0: yeah let it ride. <laughs> yeah exactly okay. interesting interesting wow okay, okay. So well, okay,
1: so let's just uh, wh- what do you recommend? Okay, um, this is again just neophyte status. Uh, you know, someone they have a, they have a role. I don't know. It's, do you do you recommend one percent of their bankroll? Do you three percent, five percent? Do you do you have like you a? You mean number? for each bet, right, Daniel? Yeah. So yeah. if they
0: got a hundred k bankroll, you don't bet more than one thousand or three thousand or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. Okay.
3: Uh, yeah, one hundred percent. All those numbers are are great. Yeah, the the one to three percent is generally mm-hmm. um, basically what you what you kind of recommend. Uh, just it's, I mean, it it all kind of depends on what you want to do. I think the majority of people just kind of want some action on a game that they're watching, um, right. and hopefully they win. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I think in general, for you know, if that's kind of what you're you're looking at. Then I think it would be bet bet whatever you're comfortable losing um, Mm -hmm. and just try to avoid. Try to avoid. So for the NFL, let's, let's, the NFL, for example, in general, general rule of thumb, it's, it's kind of changing a little bit, it seems like. But for the longest time, it was just bet underdogs. Like if you want to just have some action, and um you know have a, a decent shot hopefully a coin flip of of winning something then bet the underdogs because in general people like to bet favorites they like to bet over the totals and they like to bet the favorites because they want to see a bunch of action they don't want to mm. see yeah, you, know, yeah and know. you don't want to bet on the losing team yeah. like if, <laughs> if they're a 10 point underdog that means they're going to get killed
1: yeah. <laughs> like, Dolphins. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> so in general, most people want to bet on higher scores. And uh if you generally buck that and go to the other side and you you start, you wait until kind of the end of the week. So mm-hmm. everybody has been betting the total up, let's just say higher and higher score shortly before game time you bet the under on that it's it's better than betting the over.
1: Yeah yeah Yeah. you
3: know what I'm saying like if you can kind of one general I mean if somebody was starting to look into it and starting to like kind of want to take it a little seriously and they um they were starting to you know wanted to take it seriously instead of instead of just watching the games and stuff what you would do is like exactly what you're saying is you would get a bankroll, you would set it aside and you would actually have this money set aside specifically for sports betting. Right. Then you would take a small percentage of that. Just count on losing at the beginning because it ain't, you're not going to go in winning. And then (laughs) generally what you would do is you would, you could take a printout of, uh, you know, Monday morning what the, the, all the lines are Monday morning, print that
0: mm-hmm. go
3: to the end of the week and print that on Saturday night or Sunday morning, print that. And then you'll be able to see the difference between the two lines. That difference is the opinion of the people bet.
0: So it's run through the system and millions of people have bet on this.
3: Yes. And you'll just get a general idea of like, oh, okay, this team, the numbers usually go up this team. The numbers usually go down this game. Mm -hmm. The number, the total went down. Why did it go down? Was there weather involved? Was there whatever Mm -hmm. was there an injury? And I think if you start doing that, you'll kind of get an idea of, oh, okay, this is kind of the flow of how it works. And, um, and you can also do this, too, is do a printout on Monday and then do a printout on Wednesday. That would be a good thing right there because you would see those are the smart people betting, the Monday through Wednesday. Once it gets into Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that's the general public
0: the betting. It's people at yeah, Costco. in general. <laughs> if yeah. we were talking poker, that would be the fish. Yeah.
3: yeah print In general, kind of, yeah, because – Another, it, it's not that off and on because on, on Friday is when, um, depending on the sports books, but usually around Friday, Thursday or Friday, is when they increase the limits. So they'll, they'll open up the limits on, these are not accurate numbers, but just for example, they'll open up the limits when they release the lines at 500 a game. Then on Tuesday they'll bump it to fifteen hundred a game or two thousand a game, and then on Thursday or Friday they'll bump it to fifty grand a game. But yeah. those are the limits that you can bet. Um, so once they move it to fifty grand a game, you may see some movement then because the big guys are coming in—the guys that really know what they're doing, the guys that uh. they run it like a corporation or mm. like a big company. Yeah. Um, those guys will start coming in and uh and once the limits are raised so it's kind of it it it's kind of a lot of experience of just watching the lines and just kind of seeing what happens you know a running back gets injured what happens to the line quarterback gets injured what happens to the line mm,
0: um, you start realizing how many points these guys are actually worth right like a great exactly. wide receiver may only be half a point or
3: oh 100 yeah or or nothing like (laughs) he didn't affect the line yeah because the second guy
0: coming in is is still pretty damn good yeah yeah
3: yeah, exactly um so i think that would be a good place to start is if you really wanted to to you know kind of get into it it's just watching the lines uh just Mm -hmm. starting when they're first released and in general uh basically up until you get to a point where the limits are affecting you now you want to bet as early as possible and Mm. that way it's your opinion against someone else's opinion not your opinion against everybody else
0: you know Mm. what I mean yeah
1: interesting yeah yeah Okay. I like this MLS WNBA thing. You
3: go. Yeah, if you're, I mean, you know, if if you're into watching the WNBA, no,
1: not at all. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. That, it's not.
1: I have no interest in it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: still wondering why it's on.
3: Yeah, exactly. I think it's because people bet on it.
0: Yeah, probably. Probably keeping it afloat. <laughs> oh, that's awesome.
3: So that would that would be kind of a general and uh, general Chris, you, starting do you, point.
1: Do you like any uh, particular? Let's say just just for people. I mean, do you like online? Um, do you ever bet uh, online? I mean, for the most part. And is there any like sites that you like? I mean, with your DraftKings or what are we talking here?
3: Oh yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred. I live in Florida now, uh-huh. so one hundred percent of what I do is uh, is online betting and um sites that you use
1: you're not tied to any one
3: uh well here's another good thing uh i'm glad you brought it up is um if when you start to take this more and more seriously so right now i've got let me see i've got uh accounts with seven sports books okay um with money in them so i place bets at seven different sports books
1: Okay, so are these all online? When you say, when- yeah,
3: yeah. So, all the sports books are, I'll, I'll read them off. So, Bovada is one of them, mm-hmm. uh, Intertops is another one, Bet Online, Bookmaker, a uh, site called Bet Now, U Wager, like Y O U Wager, uh, and then Heritage Sports. And the reason that I have these seven and these specific seven is because they're all different. They all get their lines from a different source. So oh. I don't know if if they create them or if they purchase them from a, a company that creates their lines or or what it is, but they're all different. And that's what you want is you want options. Mm. So if if you're you're follow, you know, you're kind of following the lines and you can see like, for example, the the Packers from the beginning at three and a half against the Bears. -hmm. So you can see it's opened at three and a half, and you're kind of watching it, and you see like one sports book moves to four, and then another one moves to four, and you can kind of get an idea of feeling like it looks like this is going to four.
1: Mm,
3: Well, you can you can just place a bet at the three and a half, and it's a good bet if it if it closes at four. Yeah, because you got. Because like I was saying earlier is each one of those half points is worth a dollar amount, depending on the likelihood of a game landing on that point. So if you can get a three and a half, when the game should be four, you're gaining that dollar amount of whatever the three and a half to four is worth.
1: Yeah. So it's just the odds are in your, it's in your favor, basically. So.
3: Exactly, exactly. So um, that that's why I have so many. And I, w- I would recommend uh, anybody that, that takes it, uh, any se- semi, I would recommend anybody get at least like three of them mm, and okay. make sure that they're different. You generally want one that is like a, um, one that's more geared towards the public, you know, a lot of public betting, okay. uh, something like, bovada or bet online is going to be a more public type of betting um and then you want something that's uh more of like a sharper kind of that will take the big bets uh something like bookmaker is a big bet taker
0: okay.
3: uh and then and then it's, like if you're if you're betting if you're betting the more unique sports you'll want to make sure that you do a little bit of research and find the sports books that have those sports. So if you're betting the Japanese baseball and you want to bet the first five innings in a Japanese baseball game, not every sports book's going to have that. So you (laughs) got to find it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same thing, you you know, so, so that would be a a major um, recommendation for anybody that, that kind of wanted to try to make money at this is make sure that you have um as many different uh sports books available to to bet at as you can you know as you can put your bankroll in okay.
2: but if, if you have a
3: limited bankroll you, you can't get too many of them because yeah right, you yeah. only have one bet in each one yeah but um but yeah that that would be uh that'd be a high highly recommend that. Okay. Is, <laughs> another pro yeah. tip
1: well, all I know is Draft King, so <laughs> so this is very informative. I'm like, well, you know, everybody's like, oh Draft Kings, right? You know, I'm like, okay, is Draft king but obviously there's there's a million other ones.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, uh, you know, Draft Kings is great to have, but I would just have more of them. You know, yeah. just yeah, get it get as many as you can. Yeah. Um, okay. but try to you can you can always just majority of these are, I believe is you can, you don't have to have an account to see the lines. Um, so would you just shop around for the sports books and make sure that they have the lines that you want to bet on. And since you already have the DraftKings, Kings, what I would recommend doing is going to different sports books, have your DraftKings open, looking at those lines and open up different sports books and see which lines are different and then mm-hmm. get those sports books accounts because you don't want to have three sports books with all the same line. It yeah. doesn't
1: yeah. do you anything good. You're purpose. looking for. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Exactly.
1: That's good cool. information.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Another, another th- it's um, that's a pretty good, pretty good deal is uh, you generally want to stay away from bets that t- you cannot bet the other side. So like mm. for instance it this is in general you know um that those types of bets are the ones that the sports books have the most um they're charging you the most for. So so bets like who's going to win the Super Bowl you know uh it'd be one thing if you can bet the Patriots to win the Super Bowl but unless they're offering a no to that so the Patriots not to win the Super Bowl it's it generally means that the sports books are charging you way more than they should to place that bet.
0: Okay. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. They're
3: not giving you fair odds,
0: you know, yeah. Yeah. but if, yeah. you, if you have an
3: option to bet the no, then they have to give you somewhat fair odds because everybody would just bet the no. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know
3: what I'm saying? Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. very informative. Yes. Well, um, Yeah, thank you for uh, giving this Chris Uh, it. uh, I'd like to have you back on to maybe another show and we can talk about um, uh, some of your uh, uh, other investments, you know, essentially betting but on much, much longer terms, not on a game, you know, like uh, some of your commodities picks and stuff. But yeah, it'd be good to go over. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Uh, Listen to past episodes stevebartonmoney.com that'll be where you get it Uh, you can get in contact with Daniel and I there, thank you for listening, thank you for telling a friend and thank you for tuning in
2: here is your weekly motivational speech these people that you're comparing yourself to you don't really know very well what that means is that you see their shiny outside but you don't see the reality of their life There's always people out there who are doing far better than you on pretty much anything you want to imagine. And if all you're doing is seeing yourself in their reflected light, let's say, then it's going to be pretty damn dismal. But it's not a good comparison because, well, first of all, there's danger in just comparing yourself to others, period, because they're not you. And God only knows what struggles they had to undertake to get to where they were, or what burdens they're currently carrying that you're not aware of. But you can certainly contrast yourself with yourself, and that's a lot better. It is the only way. Well, it's also the only way of really of really measuring anything approximating proper improvement. You can actually tell when you're a little better than you were yesterday. Right. And and you can actually do that. That's another thing that's so interesting about it is that you can actually make yourself a little better in some way, pretty much, well, I don't know if it's at every moment, but you can certainly do it every day. Be careful who you share good news with, because you want to share good news with people who are going to be genuinely happy for you. and. Be careful who you share bad news with because that's equally tricky you want someone who will listen to you when you're having trouble and allow you your grief beauty calls people to their higher being i would say and to make friends with beauty is to introduce yourself very carefully to one of the mysteries of life that make it worth living there's never been a better time for the majority of people to be alive and the future although we're vulnerable and terrible things can always happen to us it's hard to make a case that the future doesn't look comparatively positive we're becoming extremely technologically sophisticated and the world is changing at an incredibly rapid rate and the only way we're going to be able to manage that in a positive way is if each of us or as many of us as possible are capable of making wise and careful and truthful decisions and if we do that then maybe things can continue to improve you don't get people to stand up on their own two feet and to adopt responsibility if everything is given to them and that that's that's a real conundrum you know maybe you're in california see someone speeding down the road in a in a convertible Porsche and you think, oh man, what a lucky bastard. And the truth of the matter is that he's thinking about wrapping his expensive sports car around the next cement pillar that he comes close to. You know, you you can't tell and people have hard lives And, and even people who are comparatively fortunate have hard lives. And the ideal that you're observing that makes you jealous and resentful is in large part an illusion that's created by your own mind. You have to be careful of what you're jealous of because you don't really know what it is and, and then the other thing that's kind of useful is to Well to understand you're quite different from other people and you shouldn't be comparing yourself to them because they're not like you They, they don't have your family. They don't have your temperament. They don't have your troubles. They don't have your abilities The only person that has those is you One of the rules, I think it's rule four, is compare yourself to who you were yesterday and not to who someone else is today. And see, that's a game you can win. The possibility that you can make yourself slightly better on a continual basis is, I think that's something that's accessible to everyone. I I think that's equivalent to leading a virtuous life. And there is something to be said for virtue and truth. You know, and and that is one thing, another thing that I've noticed about people who've been phenomenally successful is that they really do everything they can to live a truthful life and you can get a bloody long ways by being honest.